We are live on another Tuesday night. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. And our guys tonight from Passaic Valley High School. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thanks for having us. Thank, uh, thank you for having us. We're going to talk. No, no, no. We're, all, we're pumped up to have you. We're going to talk a little bit about some PV football tonight. Great school with tradition <clears throat> with football. 19 playoff appearances, seven state finals, four state sectional championships. Um, and again, we're excited again to have you. So um, let's go. Let's start talking some football. Well, let's introduce our players that are here tonight. Thanks again for coming, guys. We have with us Antonio Barjol. He is a sophomore and junior letter winner, so he's returning for his third varsity letter winning season at the outside linebacker position. We also have with us this evening Matt Charlo. He is 2019 postseason honors include first team all league and second team all county at the middle linebacker position. And our third panel guest is quarterback Nick Vasta, whose 2019 postseason accolades include second team all league and honorable mention all county. So once again, guys, welcome to All In on High School Sports. And uh, if anyone's watching tonight and they want to comment, please feel free to drop a comment. Um, we'll read it out to the guys. If you guys want to ask the guys anything, just say hello. Please comment. We're live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on the I-95 Sports Network, Zingo TV. So um, I'm just going to ask you guys an easy question just to get going. What have you guys been up to? You know, school ended in March. What have you guys been doing? Nick, you could start us off. Uh, I mean... I'll a lot of lifting and a lot of nothing. I mean, there wasn't really anything to do. Everything was shut down. We couldn't see our friends. No, no lifting. So me and um, me and Matt, we went to our uh, other teammate, uh, Matt O'Neill. He's also a postseason like winner of the award, and we lift in his garage now. And um, yeah, we just lift in his garage. Guys, we're getting a couple comments already. Christine Murphy saying, yay, Antonio. We love and support you. Julian Garcia saying, what's up, guys? So, hey, Julian. Uh, what's up, Julian? IT, you want to take it next? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, look at Matt running the show. That's okay, right. Matt. That's okay. All right. I like it. All right. <laughs> now, like same, <laughs> same thing as Nick. You know, uh, I just recently got back to training in my, uh, in, uh, my facility in uh, Saddlebrook. Uh, fast switch gym, which I love. I'm so happy I'm going there. Um, but yeah, same thing, you know, not really being able to do that much, but, you know, doing everything I can, uh, you know, so we get going when, when we get going, whenever, you know, I'm prepared, I'm ready. Yeah. So basically what I've been doing during quarantine is what Nick said, uh, we pretty much built a homemade gym. We have a nice bench and we got a ton of weight in there. And honestly, it's just all business once we get in there. We don't play around. We got, I can't even, each person in there probably increased their strength by 40 to 50 pounds since the start of quarantine. Every single person. And which is crazy because one of our linemen, he was starting around like doing 185 pretty easy, nice sets. I'll say he's around 265 now, bench press. He's getting up every day, easy. Even Nick. Started light. He, you, you should see him. He got the strength is crazy. I'm just pushing everyone to the max as we all know the big shoes that we got to fill this season. Awesome. And a couple more, a uh, couple more comments coming in. 
We got a comment from Joshua Diaz. He's saying, yo. How, and then he's asking, how's the team? He's asking, how's the team going to be this year? So we're going to be getting into that all night. We can hold off on that one. Uh, Caroline Vasta saying, love these boys. Hey. Um, um, <laughs> Jill Spinelli saying, go XOXO. Hey. A lot of love, guys. Yeah, a lot, a lot of love. love. A lot of love already. Nice. The show just nice. started. We got a Krista, Krista Charlo saying, love you three. Listen, no, we, might just have to re- we just might have to read comments all night here. I mean, uh, we got a lot of comments. A lot of love. So I was talking to you guys off the air, and we were mentioning about, you know, you know the proposed date was July 13th. We're getting together, but you guys were yeah. saying that's on hold right now. I was going to ask you, are you guys looking forward to getting together as a team, getting back to some kind of, um, you know, normalcy. That's all we want to do, honestly. Like, we want to just be with our team. We miss the brotherhood. We miss, we miss everything. We miss all the conditioning, all the lifting. Oh, whoa, it's whoa, just... whoa, whoa, conditioning, whoa. <laughs> Take Maybe it easy. you, but you, not you. But um, we do. Um, and, yeah, it's just I miss – I just miss the friendships that you make for football, and I miss – I just miss the – the feeling you get from it. I don't know. It's just can't you know, find anywhere else. We had on uh, a couple kids from another high school um, last week. And, you know, as we were talking, that was another point of, you know, it's not just that preparation for the season, like you're saying, Nick. It's like that camaraderie that you guys have, you know, yeah. that you really yeah, – there's, Yeah, there's so much more to it than just, like, you know, the X's and O's of the game. You know, there's just so much more yeah. that you guys are probably missing. Yeah, of course, all the – the game's fun, practices are fun, but we just wanna just wanna be with our friends and have fun out on the football field. You know, you guys kinda hit on it a little bit. I was gonna say, like your upcoming season, you know, with the quarantine and how, you know, not being in school has affected your what you would usually be doing in the spring to get ready for the season. You guys touched upon it a lot. And what I love, Matt, is you were saying that, you know, you guys actually really turned it into like, you know, a positive experience. You guys like made the most of it and the improvements yeah. you guys made, that's amazing. I, I love to hear you guys taking you know, that we took like a big intrins- time advantage. Yeah, yeah, we took absolutely. a big time advantage of this time because most people, you know, they sat around, they got lazy. While they were getting lazy, we were out busting our ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're that's that's fantastic. Yeah. You- at the end, once we get back on the field, you'll see exactly who has the edge on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, all that work is going to pay off. So. Absolutely. Can you guys maybe like give a little comparison to like what you would have been doing had you been in school? Like um, I'm sure you would have like the weight room sessions and maybe, you know, some stuff. Can you maybe, you know, tell the audience a little bit what you would have been doing, how the off season differed this year a little bit then? What it would have been like? Yeah, AT's got this one. (laughs) Uh, Well, right now, like I said, you know, about a year ago from a couple, uh, about a year ago, you know, we were doing our seven on sevens. Uh, We were at the Jets facility. Uh, so right now, you know, we'd be still doing the seven on sevens. It would be, you know, prep for the season, you know, just getting everything down, you know, the playbook, the formations, what we're going to try and do. Um, but we'd be also conditioning, lifting, getting bigger, stronger and faster. But, you know, nothing's really changed. You know, we haven't uh, we haven't been tied down by these rough times. Nothing's changed. You know, we're still getting bigger, stronger and faster, just, you know, in a different setting. So, I mean, that's that's what we would be doing, but we're still doing it now. Nice. Guys, I just want to get a couple more comments, and I don't want to leave anybody out. 
Dina Spinelli, Bargel, so proud of you guys. Love you three guys. <laughs> then we got a Bernadette Ziza, so proud of my grandson yep. Antonio. This podcast is awesome. Thank you for that. <laughs> These young men are all outstanding athletes. Good luck to all of you. Kim uh, Capuano, love them. <laughs> Tina Figueroa, PV, you know. Hey. Julian Garcia, uh, I'm hoping football season is not canceled. I'm praying. I think everybody... I'm praying too. I'm we are too. Lord, I'm praying. I pray every night. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, think positive. Imagine, think positive. Like, oh, I only think positive. Think positive. Uh, Kim uh, Capuano again. These boys are beasts. Christine Murphy. Veronica said, "Go football," and she can't wait to see Tony play. We have a lot of comments already. I know. Like I said, you're already good. You already sure. broke our record. This is yeah. like, can we can't even get hey. to our agenda tonight with the, the comments. TV community oh, is strong. Keep the, the comments coming. Strong. Keep the love coming. Keep it coming. Um, let's talk a little bit, guys, about your uh, 2019 season. I know that you finished four and five, but of those five losses, you guys had like four really close losses that were decided yeah. by seven points or less, and and to good teams. You know, Parsippany, a sectional finalist, Wayne Hills, who's a traditionally really strong program. So, if you're looking back on that season, if you could summarize it in like a word or a phrase, you know, what what would you say about that 2019 season, Matt? Who should start? <laughs> Honestly, I would say it just came down to like football games is what our coach Paul Vecchio taught us. You know, they're really decided on a few plays of the games. There's five to seven plays that really decide the whole football game. See those little mess up plays. It's those little things, penalties, offsides, just stuff like that. Stuff that stuff, kind of stuff costs you football games. See when you have a, like a third down and one, you get that flag. You go third down six, it changes the whole game right there. Yep. So, you know, there's all those games we were writing, we were fighting, but it was just those little things that this year we need to take advantage of, pay attention to detail, and honestly, I think we'll have a fantastic season. Nice. Antonio, how about you, kiddo? What's your, uh, what's your, your thought? Like, how would you have described that season? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in you learn more in your losses than you do in your wins. And, um, you know, especially with those close uh, those close games to good teams, you know, we learned that we can hang in with those teams and we could beat those teams. You know, those teams are beatable. Uh, you know, I, I think the sky's the limit for us. You know, whatever we put our mind to, we can do it and we can achieve it. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in that. And um, that's that's what hopefully, you know, we take to the next we, uh, we take to the next season and we really instill it in the team. And, you know, if, if we if we think it, if, if we, you know, you know, set the goal, we're going to reach it. <clears throat> Nice. And Nick, what about your thoughts? Well, I truly believe we should have been a 7-1 football team last year. Um, I just think all of all those losses, exactly what Matt and AT said, the little things, we got to pay attention to detail. That's what killed us in some of our games last year. Even the, the state champions, Wayne Valley, we were in that game at halftime, and one, one mistake turned the whole tide and changed the whole momentum of that game. And I just think if we really work hard, that everything we try to do this year, I just think, like, we're a good team. We mold together nice. We all know how to, like, get it done when it needs to be done. And I just think if we eliminate all those little things, we'll, be, we'll have a really good season. And you know what? I mean, you guys kind of answered my next question, but uh, I'm going to ask it again anyway. I just want to see if you guys answer it any different. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that a lot of good teams, they learn from their losses. So, um, you know, 
even though you want to, you know, they were losses, you know, you, you can't get them back. And hey, there's still, it's still an L in the loss column. But looking forward now, I mean, that was 2019. Now you go to 2020. Is it possible that those losses last year can be a blessing in the skies now for this year? So you guys know, you know, hey, like, like you guys, like, um, I believe it was Matt was saying, you know, one or two plays in that game, you know, any kind of let up, that's the difference between winning and losing against a good opponent. What do you guys think that can it be a blessing in the skies for the 2020 season? Um, I honestly think a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's a blessing in disguise because now we've been in situations like that. Most of our team was young last year. Um, we have a lot of returning starters. If we learn from our mistakes from last year, we're not going to, we're not going to struggle and fold under pressure like we did last year with those little mistakes. Right, you got next. Uh, you know, with us, thanks, Matt. By the way, with us, you know, being with us being young, we had some, you know, immature, uh, immature tendencies. We would look at teams on the schedule and be like, oh, you know, we got this, and you know that that kind of got the best of us, I think, in a couple games. But you know, just staying humble with wins and losses, um, I think that's really going to put us over the edge. And and like I said, you know, we prepared for every team like no other like with game plan and everything else, but, you know, executing that will be our, our biggest goal to put us over the top in 2020. Yeah, so these losses, they honestly teach you so much. Even the best teams, you know, they got to face a loss just to realize that you are – any team could be beatable by any point. And if you're not coming to play 100% every game, you could be beaten any time. So, basically, Nick also said it. Um, it's just recognizing the formations and where you are and comfortability, really. Last year, we had a lot of close situations where we had guys who didn't feel comfortable and they end up messing up on the play, which costs us big time. This year, we'll be in that same formation, and I have guys that I know will feel comfortable and they'll make big-time plays for us, which win football games. Nice, nice. Um, we're going to interject a quick little uh, fun question into the uh, before right. we get on to uh, to the next topic here. So Kurt's going to ask you a little bit about uh, you know about your fans, which we kind of got a sense of already. Yeah, yeah we got a sense. You know, <laughs> you go around again. You know, PV. You know, real good football tradition. How would you describe your um, like your fan base? You know, like do you guys have you know like some people have like the Crusader crazies or. You know, like Yankees have bleacher creatures. Like, just yeah. I guess part one of the question is how would you describe the fan base as a whole? And second, is there any like particular group or something that says you know like this is PV? Yeah, we got a little good pick going in our crowd. You know, usually when uh we make good plays and stuff, they'll get those chants going. They get <laughs> heads. Yeah, when, I love when those. someone would drop a ball or something. They go butter fan. <laughs> Gets in the players' heads. It really it does. does. Being on the field and a whole bleachers cheering at you, you know, it could really get your atmosphere up. It could get the team going, and it could really get another team in their head. And it's honestly amazing. That home field advantage. Anything exactly. else about the um, anything else about the fan base that you got? You two, oh, yeah, they're just. You know, we love all. They're all, all very supportive. Yeah, they, they always they always got us. Like everything, most of them are our fans, our family. So they not they don't like to see us lose. None of them like it. We always like to see each other win, and and they're also that's also repping them too. Like the yeah, football team also represents the school and like our district and everything. So the fans mean a lot, and to disappoint them isn't fun. 
But when we win those big games and they can celebrate with us, it's awesome. Yep. Sure. Antonio, anything you want to add? Well, I mean, if you look, if you look at our games and if you look at the fans at our games, you see, oh, that's the quarterback from this team, from this past team. That's the wide receiver oh, from nice. this past team. That's awesome. So when you're playing and you see, you know, like you said, you know, the football tradition at PV is like no other. You know, when no matter what our record is, you know, the the guy, the people from past teams, even cheerleaders from past teams, when they come out and support you and they still, you know, have that green and white in their blood, it's just you you love playing for that every Saturday or Friday night. Yes. You just love playing yes. for them. Before I get to the second part, I want to read a comment coming in from Joseph uh, Benvenuto. He's saying, fingers crossed and lots of prayers that we can watch these tremendous student athletes represent Passaic Valley on the gridiron. Love these boys and so proud of the young men and leaders they have become. So, Thank you, Jay Benz. Very Thank fun. you. Okay, so the second part of the fun question with the, <laughs> the fan base is, I want each one of you guys to describe... It could be your parents. I mean, I'll say parents, but you can go parents or anybody else in your family. Give me their cheering style. Like, what do, do they, oh, you know, are they calm? Are they crazy? Oh, so with Nick, right, so no Nick in the and me. So with me, my dad, the way he just says, oh, he never gives me a break, man. It's everything. <laughs> everything. And it just gets me. He's like, I was like, oh, dad, say I threw for two touchdowns. He's like, yeah, well, you should have had three. It wasn't even that nice. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, every time. It just – he knows how to get – and my brothers too, man, and my mom. It's just they all – they're all just – I would say mainly my my main family. It's my whole family. And my brothers are the craziest too. It's just – I because I can hear them. They're the loudest in the crowd. It's just they're always screaming stuff to get me going, even if I do something bad. They even yell for all my friends because they're all so close and they know them too. <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Go ahead. My, mainly, the only person I really hear truly ever since I was little was my mother. Like, I, I, re- I think I recovered a fumble against Wayne Hills at our sophomore year. And Wayne Hills has, like, their TV production crew, and they, were, they, like, followed me to the sidelines. And, like, I'm high-fiving everyone on the sideline, and you can see my mom in her Hornets football sweatshirt <laughs> jumping up and down, fist-pumping, screaming. And when she's not screaming, she's next to Nick's dad, and they're screaming. So. Yeah, we're, we're talking crap. Bad combo. <laughs> they're crazy. So for me, uh, it's, my mom and dad go to every football game, and usually my grandparents come too. But my dad, he, he mostly just watches the game. You know, he'll give a few loud cheers here and there. But my mom will be screaming her head off the whole game. Uh, every yeah. play. She'll be cheering with the cheerleaders, all that. When I was younger, um, we had a film man who was filming our game, like tape. And the guy was right under my mom. And the whole film, every play, you could hear my mom screaming her head off. And I was just sitting there like, oh, my God. Because it was so loud. Every play, you just heard my mom screaming. But, you know, that's the support we love. That was, yeah, that's, what that's awesome. Man. Man. That's awesome. You know, it's amazing. We're getting another. We're getting a comment from Tina Figueroa saying Dina walking up and down the field, back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> yeah, that's her. Now I, I don't know 
if you guys are all aware, but I do work with Antonio's mom. We teach together in Fairfield. So whenever okay. we're not in the same school anymore, so I don't get to see her as often. But whenever I do, I have to stop in her room, interrupt whatever she is doing, and Antonio find mm -hmm. out, you know, what the newest thing going on in your sports world mm -hmm. is. So, or we talk UNC oh. basketball, one of the two. Of course, but usually of it's you. Go so I, I got I got to see her in action. I think. And you know, <laughs> it must be true because another comment, Christina Murphy, Christine Murphy saying, "Yep, Dean, a piece and back and forth." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's known for that. That's oh, it. That's good. That is good. She's just as nervous as we are. Obviously. That is true. She, I think she gets yeah. more nervous than me on game. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, get my super nervous, too. but she's But you know what? Like you guys, I, I forgot one of you guys said it, but I think what makes it great is, again, like I played high school football, and when you see like – like you're saying, year after year, and those kids keep coming back. And, you know, yeah. like, I mean, of course, you guys are playing for yourself and for your team, but then you, yeah. there's still a little part of you that's like, hey, you know, like, he's here to watch me. You know, I got to give a little more well, for that player, you know? And it's awesome. Even guys we played with, even guys we played with, yeah. like our sophomore year, like those seniors coming yeah. back to watch us play. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. In the locker room before the games, they'll come in like that. Just that push, that's like, just an extra push, and we, it's we honestly love just finishing the job for the people who didn't get it done. You know, all your brothers that you played with, and they came up short. It's just about finishing the job and winning that championship. It's not just for your team; it's for the community, yep. the no, and people, you know what? You, you, the you whole past teams, everything. Yeah, exactly. Those past teams that you know what, and I will tell you, they do. From being a former coach myself, like knowing when you have those rivalries, especially in that team that oh, yeah. couldn't uh -huh. beat them, and when your team finally does, every former player shares in that, and that is something really yeah, special about being part yeah. of the program. Yeah, yep. it's the truth. Yep. Uh, Joseph Vasta saying, "We always got your back, Nick, Matt, and AT. Nasty boys, hard to find better." love uh hard uh, hard to find better love to watch them never miss the play in three years nice, very that's nice. yeah that's my dad right there oh, nice, very nice. <laughs> that's awesome he's, All right, he's my gonna, my boy we're gonna shift gears a little bit to uh talk about your new coach um, you know, as you guys are embarking on your last season at PV, your coach, your new coach, Max Wassel, will be entering his first season as the varsity coach. He's no stranger to PV, high school athletics. He's a former multiple sport athlete that was part of the 2009 team that reached the sectional finals, went on to play at Wagner. And of course, he's been a part of your coaching staff um, as first as a freshman coach and then as a varsity assistant for the past two years. Uh, my question is just going to be, um, you know, coach has been a three-year assistant at PV. You guys played for him as a uh, freshman, correct? Yeah. Okay. What would you say he's going to bring as the head coach? Like what, th you know, like what's one thing is he, is he going to bring where, I mean, I don't want to say he's going to build into it, but again, when you're an assistant, you grow yeah. into that head coach. Yeah. What's he going to bring to you guys? You can start it. I'll go second. AT, you got this one first. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> as as much as you know, we we love and we learn so much from Coach B. He, I feel like Coach Wassel, you know, brings in a real youth to the program. You know, uh, he's he's new. He's you know that that fresh blood. It's you know it's it's I don't know. Just it kind of gets you excited a little bit, a little bit more excited for this season. Kind of like a a new a new start almost. But, you know, it's not really a new start for us because, you know, we've we've had him and, you know, we know what he brings to the table. And that's what gets us so excited because we know what he brings to the table. Guys, another comment coming in, Julian Garcia, whatever you guys do, mistakes during the game, take my word. We all made mistakes. 
Hashtag Hornets for Life. Hashtag Beast Gangs. <laughs> Julian. That's our friend Julian. I love it, Julian. Yeah. Yeah, so basically to touch up on that question you said, um, Coach P, you know, he's taught me so much about the game. He's taught me so much about not only the game, about life, just going at, like, after football. Uh, you always want to be the best at everything you do. No matter what it is, you could be a cook, a lawyer, a cop. If you're not there to be the best, then you're not, you don't have the right mindset, honestly. But with Wassel stepping in as the new coach, you know, I'm looking for a lot of those big plays, you know, just like he said, a new youth to the program. Before we did a lot of ground and pound, a lot of not real blitzing, I feel like this year we're going to be very aggressive. We're going to air the ball out, send blitzes, and, and just big plays, honestly, all around. You're talking your language. Can't beat that, man. Can't beat <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. Got to love that yeah. as an offensive guy. Oh, of course. <laughs> Who can't love it? You got to love it. It's the name of the yeah, game well, in the 2020. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, well, those two are coming from a defensive perspective. I know. <laughs> I forget about these talk about ground and pound. I'm, I'm excited for schemes. I'm excited for everything. I'm I'm excited for what ATN Matt went over the youth. I'm excited to bring like the new types of things that are going on in the game now. And it's just I'm ready to just I'm ready to just be a different team, different whole like type of team, whole system change, whole everything with. And you know what? That's going to be such an advantage for you guys too. I mean, you know, other teams got to scout you now, especially earlier on in the year. You know, they're looking at last year's film. I mean, you guys, I mean, you're probably going to have something from that, you know, some kind of little packages you've had. But, I mean, the majority of your stuff could be new. And you know what? I mean, that's a huge advantage for you guys. Huge. Yeah. Especially being in playing all new teams and all that. Yeah. Exactly. It'll make it harder to scout. Right. Um, I got one more question. What is it? You know, he's obviously coach seems like he's a PV guy. I mean, he went there, coached football, coached baseball. What does it mean to have a PV guy like as your head coach, as opposed to if they hired somebody from the outside that yeah. doesn't know the traditions, not a PV guy. Like, does that matter for you guys? Yeah. So I'll, I'll start this one off. Uh, so when we found out coach P was leaving, you know, it was a big, heartbreak for all of us really because we didn't know what was going to happen we didn't know who was going to step in who was going to be our coach and I was honestly nervous about someone new stepping in because he doesn't really connect to us like that because he's brand new you know he doesn't know us but Wassel being from PV already knowing us you know we already have a great chemistry built and he knows all of us and honestly that's the best thing chemistry for a team because there's no better football team with a better chemistry, honestly. Anybody yeah, else want to grab I, that? What do you guys think? I will. I will. Um, I agree with Matt, honestly. I just think Wassel coming in, being from PV, he's had that state championship experience too. But unfortunately for his team, they just couldn't get it done. He comes in with that mindset as he did as a player and just sh- puts it on us. Shows us the empathy, the passion, everything that he did with his team. I think it was 2009 because he was in the same um, same grade as my older brother. And so I just think Wassel's a great fit for us. And I was a little nervous for someone else to come in too because you never know what they can do. They can do a whole new thing, just waste the senior year. You never know. And just and then, but I think Wassel was just a great, a great, great head coach for us. Antonio. 
yeah, same same thing with they said. You know, uh, he's he's been in our shoes and he knows what it takes to get to to get to MetLife playing in the Meadowlands. You know, that's where we want to be. He's been there. And uh, hopefully he could push us to be where he was. So, uh, Dina Bargell saying excited for Coach Wassel and Timothy Bargell saying go Hornets swarm and punish. Oh, I like that one, swarm and punish. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was like, that was like the little slogan when he was there. Yeah, he shot. He shot to put it on like this 2020 team, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um. You know, you guys kind of what we were talking about before with, um, you know, the history of the program and your fans that come back. So, I mean, having a coach who was through the program, again, it just kind of speaks volumes uh, about, you know, the history of the program and what it means, you know, uh, to be part of that. You know, I'm sure he bleeds green and white. Um, you know, you guys have had a couple of different coaches through your tenure as football players. We'll kind of end the coaching discussion with, you know, you've had junior football. You know, if you go to a camp, if you, you know, have different assistants that maybe have an impact on your life, uh, you know. But thinking of Coach Wassel, how would you, like, in a little synopsis, you know, kind of describe his coaching style, just in a little, you know, a word or two? I just young. think, yeah, I think he's young, but he he knows, like, he'll, he'll mess around with us, he'll joke with us, but when it's time to get to work, he gets us to work. Mm. And I just, I, I love that about Wassel. He doesn't, he doesn't play games. He will, but to an extent and not to the point where it's, it's taking over and it's affecting us. He knows what we have to do and he knows how to do it. Yeah, I feel like the best thing about Wassel is that you could really just talk to him, you know? Most people, when you have an older coach, more mature coach, it could be a little nervous going up to him and saying stuff because you don't know how they're going to react, you know? They could get mad at you, but Wassel, I feel like we can really connect and really just say, like, hey, I don't think this is working. I think we should move to this or just help them with game plans because honestly it's it's up to the players too it's what's working for them also antonio yeah, do you want to answer that said, one? no completely what they said okay. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to uh, some individual questions. So on this one, we're going to come right at one of you each, so we'll kind of rotate around. I'm going to – I have a question for Matt first. Um, I know before we went on air, we were talking a little bit, guys, and I knew you were a multiple sport athlete. You yeah. also do wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what it's like to not only balance your academics and your athletics, but also be that multiple sport athlete. Like, it, I would imagine, you know, it's difficult even more so now than when we – played yeah. in high school to be committed to multiple sports you know that you yeah. have your in-season commitments your out-of-season commitments conflicts i'm sure if you just want to tell us a little bit about what it's like to balance all of that yeah so i actually started wrestling two years ago my sophomore year in high school so i, I was just going to lift all year round just to get big for football but a lot of my friends are doing wrestling that said hey you should try it's really going to help you for football like form tackling and all that so I said, why not? I'll give it a shot. Not knowing what I just got myself into right there. <laughs> I probably right there, right off the bat, like the first practice, we ran around the school 50 times. And I, it was like the worst thing ever. I'm like, I hate this. I don't want to go back. But it ended up teaching me so much about myself. It puts an individual spotlight on you and it teaches you new limits that you never really thought you could have. And honestly, it's helped me so much with football. My tackling has just gotten a million times better. 
I'm probably in the best cardio shape of my life during wrestling season because it's really just all cardio all all around. And honestly, balancing it, I have no problem with it because both sports are very physical sports. And I feel like they help me both ways, either sport I'm doing. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm going to come, uh, I'm going to ask uh, the quarterback a question real quick. I, I'm offensive guy, you're offensive guy. We can talk <laughs> offense on this. But, um, Sounds good. That's it. You know, from film, it looks like you're like, I don't know if you want, you consider yourself like a dual threat quarterback. Oh, he is. He is. <laughs> okay. So, you know, yeah, and, and you know what? Listen, that's like, you know, in, hey, in the year 2020, I mean, it's like that in college. It's like that in NFL. You know, it, it's, get, everyone's doing that now. Yeah. So, I guess a couple questions. One, do you you know, do you want to be a dual threat quarterback, or do you, would you rather go and say eventually I want to become more of a pocket passer, or I like doing both? Um, honestly, I would only say I'm more of a dual quarterback, dual threat quarterback, only because I'm a little undersized for quarterback. So sometimes I. I can't even stay in the pocket because, honestly, I can't see because my <laughs> linemen tower over me. So then I try to use my legs to continue to play on. It's just I would I would like to be a – I would rather stay a dual-threat quarterback than just a pocket passer because I feel like it brings more to the table. It makes it, makes yeah. it a lot harder for the defense yeah, to Yeah, it's, it's so much harder to defend, yeah. you know? I was going to yeah, say, from, just, a, from a defensive standpoint, honestly – I would I dual threat quarterbacks is yeah. probably what I hate the most because that is true, it brings yeah. a whole new factor, you know. Yeah, you're they're getting offense they is basically running, gaining a guy. Like the a offense gains back, a guy, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah before it yeah, can also bring the defense up and open up passing yeah. behind. So it really opens up a lot of things than just running. All right, and yeah, another. And, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and before I was actually a quarterback, I, I played running back my whole life. I only switched to quarterback when I was. Um, going into my eighth grade year. So I, I made the switch kind of fast and it was actually the best switch I ever made in my whole life. And then one more question. How was it? So you've been the quarterback last year was your first year as a starter. Yeah. Okay. How was it when you were given the keys to the offense? Like, was it, was it like, wow? It was, like, was it like, wow? Like yeah. I'm the guy now? Or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it. Especially when I first, when I first, cause it was, the year before that, it was a battle, but I was just too undersized, and my coach knew it, and I knew it. And so coming in, I, I put on – I was only playing at, like, 160, 165 last year, but the year before that, I was, like, 140. So I tried to put on a little weight, and then it was a fight to get that starting spot because our coaches didn't – he didn't hit – I'll give our one quarterback coach, Coach Lou, some credit. He definitely didn't just hand over me the spot. He made me work for it, and – there was points of the season where, like, he got me so down on myself, just I didn't even want to play. But he just – everyone, my teammates, they just helped me fight through it. And I just – yeah, just helped me out. Awesome. Nice. Antonio, I was hoping you could talk to us a little bit about of the uh, out-of-season commitment. I know a little earlier we touched upon, like, what you guys had to do a little bit differently this year, and we talked about what you guys do as a team. But I know spe you specifically, since I do know you and your mom, I know how dedicated you are in the off-season to doing things to make yourself the best football player that you can be. So can you tell us a little bit about, like, your year-round commitment to football and how you get yourself better? Well, uh, kind of like Nick, you know, I'm, I'm undersized. I'm considered undersized for my position. So, you know, I have to use a lot of different things to my advantage. Uh, but, you know, training all year round, um, 
it, it's it's just the commitment that you have to do, especially now. You know, there's there's guys that are that are really working. You know, people want to be in the same position as you and even higher. So you know, you you just like uh, it's it's posted in our gym. It's train and uh, train and stay or stay the same. You know, I, I don't want to stay the same. You know, I, I want there to be constant growth both on and off the field. You know, especially in, our, in my weight training program. I'm just you know trying to get better, but that's that's what you need, especially now. You know, there's there's guys that are doing some crazy workouts, and you know, to be the best, you know, you have to train the best, and that's all year round. That's not only in the fall; that's in the spring, the winter, the summer. You know, that's 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 really it. So it takes dedication if you want to get far. It just takes dedication. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go to Matt on this one, and I'm gonna ask you a defensive question. Uh, again, watch on film. Looks like you're a very athletic linebacker. You said you played outside, you played inside. What do you um, like more? Like, are you more of? Um, I mean, obviously, it looks like you could you could do both, but yeah. you know, big you know, big spot in a game. Are you more of like I want you know you want to blitz, or are you more like I I'd rather cover and make the safer tackle, or you want to be aggressive and say like I um, want to go and get. So- I'd rather, I'd rather blitz. I'd rather make that big play because I know I'm very capable of making it. And I love playing the middle of the field because I have access to both ways. Usually when you play it outside, you're only guarding one side. So in the middle, I could go side to side, which I love because they don't, they usually don't want to run to me and I'm going to chase them down no matter what side he goes to pretty much. And what I love blitzing most about outside is when you have that vision of that clean outside and the quarterback's back is faced to you, I know Nick definitely doesn't like it, but those are kill <laughs> shots. Right they do not like that at all. They don't want to what, that's, your, that's your dream. That's my worst nightmare. They don't even want to play after that. So I would say, honestly, outside blitzing is the best, but middle position for sure. All right. And my next one is for, uh, for Nick. Thinking back on your four years as a member of the Passaic Valley High School football program, um, I'm sure you learned some like valuable lessons. What are some of those lessons that you're hoping to take with you that you learned, you know, at through the football program that you can apply in college and even life beyond college? Yeah, I just think I just you got you have to go get everything you want. Like life. What I, my life right now is going to be completely different in a year from now because it's going to be real life. And you have to just work for everything you want. It's not going to be given to you. Uh, you have to be humble with your decisions. You have to just, you can't be, can't be just being stupid. You have to know what you're doing. Football taught me a lot about discipline, hard work. And I just hope I can, I just hope I can do better than my parents. Let's say that. Nice, very nice. And Antonio, I got one more for you. Um, you look like a very, a very physical player um, on film, and you know usually that fullback, linebacker, kids a physical, uh, physical kid. Number one, do you take pride in being a physical player? And do you have, do you feel like it's maybe like an obligation? Like, do you have that obligation to that team to? make the big hitter. Oh, you know, since you are a physical player, like you want it to rub off on the whole team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I completely pride myself in being as physical as possible. There's nothing I love after games than you know, looking at your helmet and seeing like, uh, seeing those war scars. There is nothing I love better than that. And especially in the offense that we ran, you know, the fullback's a key part, you know, you're going downhill 
you're going outside, blocking for a toss. You know, you're doing a lot. You're a very important part. And I feel like I owe it to my team and especially my running back and quarterback to, you know, lay everything out on the line for them. You know, Nick Nick knows I will I'll I'll get up before Nick gets touched. You know, that <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'm very serious about that. You know, I, I treat all my teammates like my family because they are my family. And just like how I would protect my family, I would protect my teammates in anything on or off the field. But the fullbacks got to get a little love too sometimes. Oh, oh, you know what I'm love. saying? Oh, they get love. You know, especially oh, they hey, get love. if you guys ever <laughs> run any kind of option, too. you better be on. You better be on Nick saying, "Listen, that dive is open, man. You know, give it yeah, to order bullet Nick, out. You know, of course I will. I I'll always Nick, be in him all the time. I tell Nick, and That's especially it. on like our QB sneaks. I think that was like our average, like our longest play, our QB sneaks. <laughs> I would just take Nick. I think it's on like my highlight. There's like three plays. And I would just like push them through, and it, that it. I love more than any you you know, hail mary, any pass to me. I love that play more than anything that QB sneak with us. It's, it's awesome. All right, nice guys. We're gonna shift a little bit to the 2020 season, um, and if we're gonna go back to getting a little, you know, input from each of you on this question, just give us a brief rundown of like your program goals and expectations going into 2020. I think the goal is the same as every year: state championship. That's on our mind every year, and that's honestly, that's all I want. That's all I want in high school, if I'm being honest. At least something to show that we made an impact for our school and will always be remembered. Yeah, so for this season, you know, it's just a huge season, honestly. You know, for individual players, for on next year, and for this season as a team, you know. These are my brothers, and I've been playing with them since kids. Like, this is – I can't – I've only played with them. So, you know, for this being my last year really hasn't hit me yet. And, honestly, I'm going to take advantage of every second. Like we were talking about a little earlier, this quarantine, it's not just about the games. You know, this is taking away time from us just being together for our last mm-hmm. season, the bond, chemistry, and – Honestly, I can't wait to go out with one more ride with my brothers. Nice. Antonio? I mean, yeah, pretty much you know, what they both said. You know, whether we like it or not, you know, this is our last season together. Like, next year, you know, we all, we all plan to, you know, continue playing football. But it's, it's so hard to picture football, you know, with, that, like, with Matt right next to me, you know, being a linebacker or listening, listening to Nick, you know, just stuff like that. Like, I, I'm, like, dreading on, you know, as much as I love football, I, I love football because, you know, of guys like Nick and Matt and, you know, the whole team. So I'm really going to miss them. We have a question for you guys. I don't know if one of you guys or all you guys want to get it. Um, Kevin Cooper is saying, ask if he's confident this year. Tell them it's from Kevin Cooper, their biggest fan. Um, I think I'll answer this yeah, one. Yeah, I think, I think Nick um, <laughs> Kevin has been a longtime fan of ours. He used to play with us back when we were younger. And he actually um, – Terminated his contract so I can play. <laughs> his own words. Um, I got a question for you guys. Just from an X and O uh, perspective, I'll ask Nick first offensively. Um, what do you guys want to achieve offensively, and what kind of O do you want to be? Like, what kind of offense do you guys want to be? Um, I want to – honestly, I just want to have a – a more spread offense this year. I want to run. I want to run a whole bunch of things. I want to be a run pass option team, but I also don't want them to think we can't just straight up run the ball. 
or send them deep and hit them in the middle and everywhere. It's just I want to be a spread team. And I just think we can do that this year because we have a lot of experience, a lot of guys coming back, and a young offensive uh, coach, as in Wassel. And I think he can – I think he'll really know what to do with us this year because he really understands how we play and how we mold it together and how our offensive scheme can be. All right, I'm going to ask the other two guys real quick. What do you guys want the defense's mentality to be? What you t- touched on earlier, physicality, you know. We want to hit people as right off the bat, first play of the game, let them know that we're, we came here to play. Uh, teams don't like when you're physical with them. I don't know any team that does, but if you're physical with them, you can break them right off the bat and end the football game right there. Antonio? Same thing with Matt. I mean, we want to come out fast, physical. I think it was Indian Hills, the first play of the game. Me and Matt went in on a blitz, and the quarterback felt it, and he was in the shotgun shaking his hands because, you know, they don't – people don't like when you're physical with them. So what we want to do is be physical with them so they don't like it. We're going to make their Saturdays and Fridays very tough to live through. Awesome. But there, there's a comment coming in from a YouTube asking, ask the guy who's who's the running back. And the comment's from Andy Bula. So is Andy Bula the running back? He's in competition <laughs> for, the, for the running back spot. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Bula's right going to get working. He's been putting in work. Good, good. And then Bob, San, uh, Bob Sanders saying, do you believe that due to the pandemic, the team will come back more focused or extremely intense? Absolutely. Um, Definitely. I think so. Because we're just, like everyone, just, we have a lot of energy ready to just, get back into it. You know? Yeah, yeah. We've been waiting. I think, for I think everyone, yeah, I think everyone's just going to be excited to finally get back. Kevin Cooper saying he might have to take his contract back. <laughs> he, wants that, yeah. he wants that Pat Mahomes money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Bob Sander was saying, it, it wasn't Bob Sander, was, it was the account, but he's saying it, it's Nick Iacovo, by the way. Oh. Nick I. What's up? Oh, Nick I. What's up? Nick I is one of our uh, wide receivers. A lot of comments. This is awesome. It's good. It's good. It's good stuff. All right. We're gonna we're gonna roll into rapid fire. We have about a dozen questions for you guys. So we're gonna we're gonna alternate. We'll just go around. Um, just because the way you guys are on the screen, we'll go uh, Matt, Antonio, and then Nick for each question. All right. right? So they're just meant to be quick and fun. All right. So we'll start off. Uh, during your time at PV, what's your biggest win? biggest win i would say lakeland this year because there was two two years in a row came down to the wire they beat us one year off a hail mary touchdown pass and then another year where we had an amazing comeback team fought so hard back into it we scored the two-point conversion to win the game flag which a play we ran earlier in the game we didn't understand it Ran the same play, got stopped. So we lost two times. Then to just this go there this year and now and play physical and destroy them, it felt amazing, honestly. Nice. Antonio, I think our, our, our biggest win, I'm going to throw it back to freshman year when we beat Wayne Valley. Wayne Valley. I knew it. We want that to happen again. You know, we want to, you know, finish the same way we went in, you know, beating Valley. That's, that's one of the things you love about PV football, you know, that PV Wayne Valley tradition. No, that's a game that everyone, no matter what year you play PV football, you remember PV Wayne Valley all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, they both kind of took they both took the <laughs> oh, games took, I was gonna pick. You took so one and two. You took one and two. So <laughs> I mean, I guess I would have to say 
both of them because they were both <laughs> huge. Freshman year was like our, our I got first, one more um, game, like our first, <laughs> our first, our first good win, like our first, like finally, like a rival win, and then one of our first, one of my first big varsity wins was against Lakeland, so it just felt amazing, especially against Lakeland. I don't like them at all. <laughs> all right, real quick, toughest loss. That's easy. I would have, yeah, I would gonna have to go with Wayne Hills this year. You know, we had them on the ropes, really on the ropes. We um, we were down one touchdown, drove the ball all the way downfield, first and goal at the one yard line, and we ended up fumbling, which was a huge heartbreaker because we knew it. The fans were crazy. Wayne Hills knew we had them done right there. You could see it on their faces. They knew that was it for them. And yeah, then just that, end up not pulling through at the end. It was just truly heartbreaking. Just, everyone was truly demolished. That was a big defensive game. I think we held them to one first down the whole second half. And, you know, they're they're one of the best offenses in the state. You know, that, that goes without saying. And our, our defense, you know, really came to play that day. But, you know, it takes it takes all three phases to win a football game. You know, that, that just proves that, absolutely. So, so I honestly think our toughest loss was against Eastside this year because that was the game that really knocked us out of the playoffs and we all had such high expectations. We are like, oh yeah, like we already know we're making playoffs because we started off two and zero, and then we hit a stump. But that East Side game was probably the worst because that that really just everyone was like, damn, now like season's over. I'm getting angry talking about these losses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's the last question about any losses. Exactly. So we'll yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. I almost <laughs> logged <laughs> off real quick. <laughs> Gotta ask you. Um, you any? Do you guys have any pregame traditions or superstitions? Like something you have to do before a game? I'm never wear suits before a game again. You? I'm sorry. Say that again. We're never gonna wear suit and ties. Before oh, a game again. Oh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. We lost the Parsippany. Never. Never. I would say my before game is honestly just getting the headphones on, getting in the mode, and getting ready to go. Uh, yeah. I, I got two. You know, as, as we're warming up, my grandfather, who means a lot to me, he's always there super early. So, you know, as we're warming up, I have to find him wherever we play. He finds a way to find me. I find him. You know, we see each other. Now, I make that every, every game ever since I was little. You know, I would find him, see him, you know, make sure he sees me. And just seeing him before the games, it gives me a whole different level of confidence in myself that I could, you know, put onto the team. But, yeah, that definitely before every game. Awesome. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left because we're actually, like, like I said, we're live on uh, Zingo TV and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't want the boss to be messaging me. Get off. <laughs> he yelled at me one week. So I'm going to go real quick. Fa- favorite NFL team. New York Giants all day. Rep them for till the day I die. <laughs> Jets, of course. Come on now. Oh, I'm gonna have to say the best team ever created: the Dallas Cowboys, baby. Oh, oh. oh no! Listen, all I'm gonna no say, all I'm gonna like say is this: yes, sir. You three guys are more than welcome tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Me and three of my friends, we do a sports show, the K and K Sports Show, and all I do. Nick, all I do is just go off on Dak Prescott and that they better oh, not man. give him money. That, that they like better not give him money. Because right if he wants $40 million, he's out of his mind. That's oh, trust, me, man. I'm a, I, trust me, I'm a Cowboy fan till the day I die. 
but he's ridiculous. He hasn't done anything for us. <laughs> right, he doesn't really deserve this money. Really oh, really okay, what's up with him? Nick's never getting asked back onto the show ever again. <laughs> That's it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Who do you think wins the Super Bowl this year? The New York Giants. Yes. <laughs> what? Not the Jets. Not the Jets. Cowboys year every year. A big underdog that I would watch out for this year is the Cardinals. They had a lot of yeah. weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Chiefs. They just paid him all that money. No, the Patriots are going to still be good because of Cam Newton, too. Guys, I say it on every show, guys, and I got a minute. Watch my Broncos and Drew Locke. That's all I'm going to tell you. Oh, man. Drew Locke. Yeah, I agree. You guys got a pretty... Guys got a nasty running back combo, too. Melvin Gordon and... That's a tough division, though. That's a tough division. That's a tough division, though. You're going to... That should be a good division to watch this year. Yep. We made it till 8.53 before he mentioned Drew Locke. That's actually a record. Yeah. Hey, we're setting there records today. We records might need an episode two. man crush over here. Yeah, it is. All right, here we go. So, in all honesty, in all honesty though, best quarterback in football, who is it? Tom Brady. That's easy. Today, As of right now? Today, today, not all time. Patrick today. Mahomes. Tom Brady. Mahomes. Still going Brady. All right. Okay. Of course. I I I see I see him play the Jets two times a year. I'm sick of him. If you're, God, if you're asking me, he's done. If you're asking me, my favorite. I mean, it's just unheard of, honestly, by anyone to make it to if the Super Bowl me, that many times. It's crazy. Yeah, for real. Tom Brady's crazy. He's the goat. He's probably the greatest ever. I say, as of right now, Patrick Mahomes. But if you're asking me, my favorite quarterback, I'm probably gonna go either Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray. He plays like that. Nick, you play like that. I love Kyler Murray. That's my favorite quarterback. Nice. All right, guys. One more rapid-fire question before we move on. Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, or Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. No doubt. Chick-fil-A, no doubt. <laughs> Am I the only one that's supposed to say Wendy's? Ooh. I'm Chick-fil-A or McDonald's. All right. We got a lot of representation Chick-fil-A. there. I'm, I'm a Baconator kind of guy. So, you know, <laughs> I can I can do some damage to a Baconator. I see nuggets from Wendy's, though. Yeah. All right. Here's my, here's my last question. Okay. So, and, and I'm going to ask, there's one off. Well, two, a couple. Uh, Matt, you play any offense or no? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing a little tight end. This All week. right. So perfect. Yeah. So we're going to ask this as we're going to ask this as an offensive question. Okay. Right. There's obviously there's no celebrations aren't allowed in high school football, yeah. but if they were, what would your go-to celebration be if you scored so, a touchdown? This is a very uh, serious one, but I think if I scored a long touchdown, I would keep running. I would try to dunk it through the goalpost, honestly. Because <laughs> I predict that would get the crowd very hype after that. I would love to just chuck the ball into the stands. <laughs> I, that is like my Give it dream. To a fan. To just, a fan. Just, I'll do like the Randy or whoever whoever did it. I don't even know. Maybe Jerry Rice or something had like the Sharpie in his sock. Oh, oh Terrell Owens. Owens. It was Randy Terrell Owens. Owens. Oh, yeah. Terrell Terrell Owens. Owens. That's, that's, that's my go-to. What do you I got, think my go-to. That's a classic. My go-to would be the backflip. Oh. oh. I would try to do the backflip because I can land it. I can land it like, normally. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I've never tried it with pads, so I think I would practice before I did that, though. <laughs> hey, Timmy, Timmy, Timothy Barzell saying the Icky Shuffle from uh, Icky Woods, baby. <laughs> or the Ray Lewis. Oh, yeah, the Ray, Ray Lewis would be good. Well, you guys know the defensive game. guys do that. Coming out That's of the you, know, you guys got to do that. Yeah, well, 
If you score on the linebacker's face, then you can do it. That's I it. Guess so. Again, I know we're, we're running out of time. So really quickly, I know you guys are each looking to play at the next level. So, again, we'll just kind of go around starting with Matt in the uh, the upper left corner there. Just tell us, you know, which colleges you're kind of uh, thinking about for uh, continuing your, your at the collegiate level. Yeah, so right now I have a ton of great coaches reaching out to me, all levels, D3, D2, and D1. Um, it's as serious as coaches tell me they want me to play for them the next four years to just, I love your film. But right now it's obviously a great recruiting process. I have schools like um, Wilkes, Delaware, uh, Central Connecticut, uh, Connecticut University, Old Dominion, uh, Sacred Heart, um, more Sunnyvale, just a ton of great schools reaching out to me. And honestly, the most important thing for me is for committing to a school is the consistency of the coach reaching out to me, knowing that he really wants me to play for his school, that it could really be my next home because honestly, it's not as important to me going D2, D3, or D1. It's finding my next home over the next four years. Nice. Nice list of schools there. Good luck. Yeah. Antonio, how about you, Kenham? Well, uh, today uh, I got my first offer from Albright College. Oh, congratulations. Uh, nice. How you. exciting. Thank you, which I'm very excited about. But um, I have, uh, you know, Albright, Misericordia, um, Utica, uh, mostly in like the PA area, uh, uh, upstate New York like Buffalo up there, which is really cold, but, you know, schools like those, but just like Matt, you know, D3, D2, D1, I just want to, you know, continue playing this where I've been playing for so long. Awesome. Nice. Very nice. Nick? And Nick, how about you? Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't been as lucky yet. I, the only People are skipping Will on him. If any coach is watching this, talk to Nick Vasta. I, I promise you. We got to push him. We'll push him on the show. We'll push him. He is the hardest working player I've ever played with in my life. The oh. hardest working player. Nasty, too. Someone needs to look at this kid. You will not be upset. I swear. I'm not yeah. even saying that because he's my boy. Yeah, I, I appreciate my brothers. I mean, I'll just, I'm just looking. I need only like two coaches have talked to me so far. But I'm just, I'm not going to let that get in the way of my dream. I just want to go play four more years. I want to go play four more years. And whoever gives me the opportunity, honestly, that's probably where I'm going to go. Because I I don't think I'm going to get as much regular, uh, you know what I mean. I can't pronounce it um, as those two. But I'm just going to do what I can. Awesome. Guys, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you guys on the show. You know, I have to say, you know, um, just a few minutes before we even came on air and we were chatting amongst, you know, the five of us, I just got such a, uh, a good feeling of your, I'm going to call it a brotherhood, the chemistry that you Absolutely. guys have. And you know what? I have Thanks. nothing but good feelings that that's going to carry and translate right over to the field. So best of luck to you guys this upcoming Thank season. You. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you guys this, this evening. Ab show. Absolutely. And you know what? Hey, we want to do something with you guys throughout the season. We'll definitely come down and see you guys. And, and please, anytime you guys want to talk sports and argue, <laughs> tomorrow night at 8, oh. Saturday at 8, come on. It's, it's a blast. Dak Prescott, I'm in. Oh, listen. Hey, hey, you hey, guys hey. come tomorrow. I'll be talking. I'll already. be bashing Prescott all night long. Oh, you can tag me in already. Yeah. There I you mean. go. Right. Guys, thank you, thank guys. You. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much fun on here.